You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. They say honesty is the best policy, so I'm going to shoot you straight. I have no idea what this episode is going to be about at this point. (laughs) Normally, I would try to type up some stuff just to give me focus, um, you know, on main takeaway points that I want to make, but I don't have that this week. I have gone around and around in circles on what I was supposed to share. I have prayed over this and I keep on feeling hesitation to share over so many of the topics that I felt like I was supposed to talk about. But for this week, I want to bring it back to just kind of a simple place because the truth is I'm kind of struggling right now and maybe you are too. Like, life feels so heavy right now. I look at the turmoil in our world that just feels amplified, like anywhere and everywhere you look in so many different ways and so many different aspects, there is struggle, there is chaos, there is confusion, there is heaviness, there is hurt. And that leaves me as someone who likes peace and harmony in the world, like, what am I supposed to do with this? I am a helper to the core. I don't know if you've ever done an Enneagram test, but I am a solid helper. Number two, strong wing three, because I love to achieve and accomplish things. I'm very driven. And so when I see hurting people or I see problems, I want to fix it. I want to run out there and do whatever I can to try and help, to try and make things better. And right now in our world, it just feels like, kind of this sense of hopelessness, right? I'm being raw and real with you. That's not like the most encouraging thing for me to admit. But sometimes I see things going on and I feel like, what is the answer? How can we help? Is there even a solution? And if you are feeling that way too, I really want to just take this time to encourage you in a few ways. Number one, I want to let you know that you are valid in those feelings, okay? When your heart is hurting, When you are feeling completely overwhelmed, when anxiety hits you like you just went as the the little test dummy to see if the airbag would deploy and you just like slammed into that wall, poof, like it's okay if you feel that way sometimes because you're not alone in that. I have felt that way too, more times than I care to admit. We have to make sure we are keeping those feelings in check and in alignment with the word of God because we don't have the kind of picture that God does up in heaven. And there are times when painful things happen that we cannot make sense of in the moment, but God knows the reason for it. And it's not easy to acknowledge that. It's not easy to wrap our heads around that. Um, But that is the truth. And my sweet friend, Ashley, you've heard her on the podcast before. She's here with um, Homefront Heroes. We were up until about 1.30 in the morning yesterday, brainstorming ideas, praying over things, talking about this podcast and future episodes we wanted to cover. And she brought up an amazing story that I really felt compelled to share with you guys today. 
If you aren't familiar with who Corrie ten Boom, she was a Dutch Christian back in World War II who boldly stood for her faith, even in the face of torture, arrest, and death. Um, she helped countless Jews escape from Nazi oppression, and as a result of her boldness, she actually did get arrested and was sent to Ravensbrück concentration camp, which is only about six hours away from where I live right now. That is the most bizarre thing to me is that I hear her story and I read about other people's experiences during that time, and I think, man, I am living around where all of this stuff took place. I just can hardly wrap my head around that. But again, only six hours away did what I'm about to share take place. Um, So her sister, Betsy, was also a very faithful follower of the Lord. And their boldness and their faith in Christ is something that inspires me to the core every single time I hear about them. Um, So I found a website. This is vancechristie.com, where I'm actually going to be reading some of what this woman shared. Go and check out her website for the full article on this, as well as pictures. But she shares about how they were arrested and taken to this concentration camp. And normally families are separated, but they were kept together, she and her sister. So it's Corey and Betsy. And they are put into these barracks that are overflowing with women. These are stacked bunk beds that are three levels high and they're placed so close together that people had to walk single file just to pass between them. Um, it's, it's mentioned in here that rancid straw was scattered all over the place to serve as like a communal bed for hundreds of women shoved in this little room and they couldn't even sit upright in their own beds. They had to lay down and every time they'd lay down, they mention, um, feeling completely nauseous and overswept by this reeking straw that just made them want to throw up. So as this is all going on, Corey realizes that she is being bitten by fleas, that there are countless fleas hopping around, biting everyone, swarming around them. And she kind of calls out to her sister, Betsy, how are we supposed to live in a place like this? And her sister kindly reminds her that God has given them all the answers that they need in his word. And the really cool thing is that they were able to smuggle in a very small Bible when they were arrested and taken to this concentration camp. They had this Bible on them and It was not common for them to not be searched to make sure they confiscated anything like that. But for whatever the reason, they weren't searched and they were able to hold on to this Bible. So earlier in the day, they were reading from 1 Thessalonians and were reminded of what they had read, which said, Comfort the frightened, help the weak, be patient with everyone, see that no one of you repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always, pray constantly. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 14 through 18. And this is what the book says um, was their exchange. That's it, Bessie interrupted. That's his answer. Give thanks in all circumstances. That's what we can do. We can start right now to give thanks to God for every single thing about this barracks. And Corey um, talks about her looking around the room, smelling how foul it smelled and asking, what are we supposed to give thanks for? And her sister says, being assigned here together, 
Corey bit her lip. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Such is what you're holding in your hands. Corey looked down at the Bible. Yes, thank you, dear Lord. There was no inspection when we entered here. Thank you for all the women in this room who will meet you through these pages. Yes, agreed Betsy. Thank you for the very crowding here. Since we are packed so closely, that many more will hear your words. Oh, Thank you, yes, Corey says, for being crammed, jammed, stuffed, packed, and suffocating in these crowds. Thank you, Betsy continued on serenely, for the fleas. That's where it says that Corey then stops and says, Betsy, there is no way even God can make me grateful for a flea. Then Betsy corrected her. Give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say in pleasant circumstances. Fleas are a part of this place where God has put us. So they stood between the stacks of bunks and gave thanks for the fleas, though on occasion, Corey thought that Betsy was surely wrong and there was no way that God had a purpose for these fleas. So as this um, article goes on, and again, I would encourage you to go read it. It is Giving Thanks in All Circumstances, Corey Ten Boom, article on the Vance Christie website, okay? Um, so all of that said and done, they are going on the next few weeks living their lives, right? They are secretly reading the Bible. They are being bitten alive by fleas. Their health is not the best, but they're making the best of it. And there is a time where it talks about Betsy being sick and staying in the room to uh, continue sewing socks because that was the work that she was assigned at this concentration camp. So she's sewing socks and there's an issue with counting something and they ask one of the guards to come in to the room. And this guard refuses, absolutely refuses to even step foot inside of the room. And when Corey gets back from her day's work, Betsy tells her, you know, we never understood why we had so much freedom in the big rooms. But today when we asked our supervisor to come in to help us with this sock issue, she wouldn't do it. She wouldn't step through the door and neither would the guards. And you know why? Betsy could not keep the triumph from her voice as she explained, because of the fleas. That's why. This place is crawling with fleas, and they avoid it at all costs. So Corey's mind is racing back to the first hour in these barracks, and she remembered Betsy bowing her head and thanking God for these little small creatures that Corey could see no use for, but God knew why he did what he did. So that was just a huge encouragement to me as I'm going through this time in my life where I look around and see so much pain and hurting and I can't make sense of it, where I don't understand why, what good could possibly come of things. But the bottom line is that we don't always have to know. We don't have to have all the answers. We are simply called to obey. We are called to be faithful. And just as that scripture in 1 Thessalonians says, give thanks in all circumstances, not just the good ones, not just the pleasant ones, not just the things that make sense. So let me ask you, military wife, what is going on in your life right now that you have been having an impossible time giving thanks over it? What is a metaphorical flea that keeps biting at you that you are saying, there is no good that will come of this. There is no reason why I'm having to suffer through this. Because it is that thing that you need to stop right now and give thanks for. 
find a way to stop, to push past the temporary pain that you are feeling and to praise him. Do it because he has a reason and we can trust him. I remember my papa always used to say to me when I was little, Tay, I might not know what my future holds, but I know who holds my future. And that is the truth. That's the reality. We don't always get to know. We don't always get to understand in the here and now why. We are simply called to trust. So trust him because he is absolutely trustworthy. And that is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.